There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it is a hump day and a nice fall day at that, you guys. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. Great show ahead here. So sit back and enjoy what is the Lori and Julia show going on 20 years. Gosh, what an amazing it is 20 years. Going on past. No, yeah. it's going 21. 21, that would be correct. Yes, that going on 21. Is, uh, that is the Gosh, thing we can't believe. You 21. know, I was listening to Donna and Steve this morning, and um, she was, it was one of the, you know, test your, the millennial test or whatever it's called. I can't remember. And one of the questions, Lori's, was about the song with Rob Thomas and um smooth mm-hmm. oh but who is santana. santana and she couldn't think of it and she's like thinking it's the name of a cloud it's one name and and that just takes me back to the year 2000 when we were at sturgis mm-hmm. before the show yeah selling the nipple enhancers on That's the street right. there That's and really? that song just reminded me of it and oh, it just we can taste the spiced Captain Morgan rum <laughs> at four o'clock. It might not have been spice. It might have just been was, regular Captain Morgan. It was oh, Captain gosh. Morgan and Diet Coke, Lori. Oh. And and just Captain but Coke. it just reminded me of boy, that seems so right back, twenty one long ago and yet so far away. I know it okay. so far away. I have to tell you, um I worked on something today and it was deeply uncomfortable. Deeply uncomfortable. Okay. Was it your core? My thoracic mobility. Oh, yeah. Julia. I know, the middle part of your back. <laughs> okay. That's a hard spot to work. And I was in a Pilates class, which I have to make a mental note to myself. I cannot do Pilates on the day that I have bowling because I'm a wreck. And I'm also a wreck. I'm a wreck, Julia, because I had a new teacher. I had a new teacher, and to say that she terrified me would be putting it mildly. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, Not that God. she wasn't good. She was too good and paid too much individual attention. To you. To and everybody. To, everyone. to yeah. everyone. There were only six people. Yeah. And I was just, yeah. I would almost stop breathing when I could see her, feel coming. her coming up behind me as I'm to position you correctly. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, and I don't like that. I never have. I don't want to call. I don't want any attention brought to me at all. Tell me, tell me nothing. Is tell what me nothing. Which is not the good thing to do. You know, right. a good instructor will help you do that. But let me just say, wow, <laughs> I can barely move. Well, we've been watching you. You're hitting your arm with <laughs> the ball. lacrosse ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is, is that, that my thing is? That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what my birthday present was. I said, I need 
three lacrosse balls because you're supposed to roll on two for it. They work better than any ball. They're hard enough to get in places. Yes, working the whatever you're working anyway. But I mean, pull your pull your pubic bone up into your belly bone oh, yeah. and belly bed navel the spine whatever oh. and then breathe and breathe this way and this and that and bend from this and i can't feel and i was just like oh god don't come over by me you'll and she's like what are your issues and i go there's too many i uh, there's too many i didn't say that another lady said that so i just said oh i just have a little something in my forearm you know that's all i confess to uh-huh. like you know ain't nobody got time for that there's six of us in class let's get going but we had to go around because she was a new instructor. Oh, gosh. And say so our funny. names and what our issues oh, were. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, please. you know, yeah. <laughs> they want to make sure that they're. I know. But anyway, yeah, oh. it was deeply uncomfortable for me. And I think that the lady could tell, you know, I don't have a poker face when it comes to things I don't like. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Ever. No, no, you don't. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> you wear no. that on your sleeve for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, and at one point she was asking for smiles from people. And I oh, just. Oh, stop. Oh, yeah. Now that's not right. Well, you know. That's not right to ask a class to smile in the no. middle of exercising. I'm sorry. I don't think that's... Well, I mean... Not at all. The one day I was the certified was already, Pilates instructor. Yeah, did you tell people to smile? No, there was only two. It was Reformer, and I quit right after doing my one my one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot of responsibility. Well, it is. You know? I'm better when I'm doing Reformer telling the person next to me doing Reformer how to do it than standing up in front of them and telling two people how to do it. Right. I love that Reformer. Lori, that's such great exercise. I know. I feel myself lengthening. um, My Deborah's so good at energy parties. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to be limber, you know, again, like I was way back when. You were never limber. When I was a young. I really wasn't. I wasn't even younger. She's never been limber. Mm-mm. And your feet are flat platypuses when you move fast. <laughs> they are not. Julia. Yeah, they are. I ran with you. That is. Sorry, but you can dance. The, I can dance. You can dance. Yeah. Yes, you, you can, can. move mm-hmm. your feet. You can move your feet. I, I think I'm flat footed when I'm running because I don't like running. Okay. She just, you keep hitting your joints. I oh, don't yeah. know that you're supposed to hit your elbow joint and your knee. Uh, Julia, I am, like I said, deeply uncomfortable today and i have to go bowling and i don't Mm -hmm. want to start saying i'm gonna bowl bad but i can feel it i can feel it i'm telling you i would but i'm going to concentrate so hard and just think to myself if i get strikes that's less balls to throw well there you isn't and i'm gonna have a big a diet big ginger that's how i feel about golf sometimes if it would just go up in the air and go a little further Further. then i don't have to keep hitting it right (laughs) there's nothing worse than that midway shot And you're like, oh, that's still another 250 yards. It only went two feet and I hit all ground. Boing. How's this going to happen? Oh, my word. All right. Well, so you're doing that. Yes. And I met some friends at the book club restaurant last night. Oh, yeah. And my friend who lives over by uh, Lake Harriet was so glad to, like, know a neighborhood restaurant. And they ordered, uh, they got a Lori and Julia appetizer complimentary, which you, they'd already eaten by the time I got there. So that there wasn't any awkwardness. Right. Well, should we just, <laughs> should we take the seventh caller right now? Let's do it. The seventh caller, 651-641-1071, mm-hmm. because next Tuesday night, October 25th, mm-hmm. is our first LoJ Book Club Live. It's a benefit for um, Tubman. Mm-hmm. And also our guest is the fabulous mm-hmm. Lorna Landick. Landick. 
And um, she is. So you al- got to be able to go. Is it for you? It's already you? sold out. You can't. It's you plus some one other Someone person. Else. Okay. Plus a fifty dollar gift card to the book club restaurant. Give me a call. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Grant will take your information. Um, okay, so Lori, mm-hmm. I did something that you would hate this morning. I watched Fixer Upper with um, Joanna and oh, Chip. Um, Chip. Their new show. It is on HBO Max. Yeah, was and they're it good? doing Fixer Upper: The Castle. In Waco. It was great. There's castles I, in Waco? Well, it's an old... It looks like a castle because it's got the round tower. Not a turret, but it's got oh. like a... like a. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about. A turret. Yeah. All right, fine. But with a flat top? Do you still call that a turret? When mm. it has a flat top? I don't know what it's called. No. But they're... Um, you know, because... A they, rampart, I believe. Is that is what, what that's you call called? It. If it's a castle. Right. But it's not a real castle. It's a Waco castle. All right. Well, this is very confusing. But it's it sounds beautiful, like a but it was so fun because they've been on Discovery Plus and I haven't had access to them. Right. So once I saw them, I'm like, I wonder if the laundry guy's been taken over to the so match. He hasn't moved yet. yet. Okay. Uh-uh. But um, anyway. So you liked it. Yeah. I miss them. Yeah. They've been a part of our home for a very, very, very and long time. And they've been gone now. They've been it gone feels like forever. for a year and a half or something. And longer than that. Longer than that. It's been quite a while. All right, Grant has our winner. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with our story. We can't get enough. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, you know, Las Vegas put me a little behind on some TV watching. And the show that I was most excited. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yes. Most excited to see was I was really anxious to uh, try Shantram with Charlie oh, Hunnam because we love I it. read the book. Yes. And um, first of all, it is, I just watched the one episode. I don't know, have three dropped? Is that how Apple does it? I think so. I, we only watched two because they're very long. They're like over an hour. An hour 15. So we did the first two, two and okay. then that was enough time. So Shantaram, the TV series, opens exactly like the book it unfolds exactly like the book the only change they've made is his guide Prabul, who he meets right away the first day in bombay he is a skinny little guy and in the book he's kind of a rotund fellow and a little bit older but the cast of characters didier and carla and all of the americans that are living there or english or french or whoever they were are like I couldn't have cast them better in my mind. Sure, and the okay. Whole setup at the end of the first episode, exactly. So they're following the book, and they've done a great job with adapting the book because obviously, at nine hundred and seventy-five pages, <laughs> it is in depth, and they do need to compress yep. stuff. So I was really excited, and I thought, man, this is a good read. Now is a good time to have Apple Plus because you have. Shantram, which is a 10-part series with Charlie Hunnam, perfectly cast as this Australian right. guy who breaks out of prison and starts a new life in Bombay. Yeah. Severance is Apple Plus for All Mankind, The Morning Show, Power of the Rings, Ted Lasso. Power of the Rings is Amazon, Lori. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ted Lasso, um, Slow Horses, which is sort we of that, that yeah. uh, thriller, Bad Sisters with Sharon Horgan. I don't like it. Tehran, which is a good thriller. That was a good thriller. Um, the greatest beer run ever. Casey watched that this weekend. That Did was your great. Dad yeah, watch it? that was great. He, he liked it. And then 
Sydney Poitier is airing on Apple Plus. So Apple Plus has every single Sydney Poitier movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That, I mean, they have the a lot of good movies. The only thing about that, Lori, is like Severance isn't back for the second season yet. No, but the he, morning show. Well, if you've morning, already watched it, yeah. But it's a good time if you've never done it. There's three seasons of For All Mankind. There's right. three seasons of, um, you know, um, the morning show. There's two, two of seasons Lasso. of Ted Lasso. So there's a lot of yeah. stuff on there for to have Apple Plus. But I just couldn't have been more delighted um, because that book was so vivid and so good, and I. I bought it because it was the only book I could. We we talked all yeah. about. It was the only book in the bookshop that wasn't a mystical crystal book. That's right. <laughs> that, and they, it and was the, the self help shop. Yeah, they the, the crabby, dusty old yeah. couple who sold it to me said, "This is the only fiction we carry." No, it was. <laughs> it was hysterical. Oh, I was like losing like, my mind. And it's nine hundred pages, Julia. But it, it's so it's good. So I, it was my company for like the last five days that I was on in Hawaii mm-hmm. and it was wonderful company because you get so immersed in the story and Casey agreed. It kind of re- gave him feelings of how, when we watched the serpent 100% okay. cause it's set in the seventies and eighties. Yes. 100%. And then we're in a foreign yes. country. You're in India. We're in India yeah. and we're going to get 100% other places. 100% yeah. reminded so, me of the serpent. Yeah, and we like that. We remember yep. that was on Netflix and yep. we just gobbled that down. But he is the opening scene, you know, where he's got his long hair and he's behind a prison cell. For one second, I was like, Jax. Yep. You know, Jax. Did you watch and, Sons of Anarchy too, Grant? Oh, oh yeah. God. Love that. And all the shirtless. Charlie Hunnam. Thank mm-hmm. you. Stephanie Hansen had said oh, yeah, that. You're going to love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. But um, he's so perfectly cast. And because he's British, he can use his British accent for his Australian accent. Mm-hmm. You know? So it works. And he really would be a good Bond. Be a great Bond. Cleaned up. Cut that hair a little cut bit. Cut the hair. Oh, yeah. He could be very suave and dangerous. I like which it. is what we want in a Bond. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to be sexy, and that man definitely is. Oh, and he's and the he's right age. He's 42. That's perfect, perfect Bond age. Perfect. He, I, Barbara I Broccoli, if you're listening. Tantrum is the show on Apple <laughs> Tantrum, Plus. yeah. Okay, so I watched something completely different because I'm a new Disney Plus member. Oh, that's right. Did you oh. uh, watch? Um, okay, no, here's what I watched John Stamos, Big Shot. Oh, oh I've heard that's so good. Yes, oh. tell us. Okay, well, I'm only two in. And it is, it's a David E. Kelly production, and he did Big Little Lies, he did The Practice, he did Big uh, Sky. Sky, he does so much. So many great shows. So it's, they're in their second season, but I'm just in the first, and it's John Stamos, he was a college basketball coach, threw a chair at someone, gets kicked out of the league, and the only job that they can find him, his agent, is at a girls' private school. Hi- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. School in San Diego. Yes! And that's where it starts. Love it. And so, and he's got a daughter. He's divorced. Who's a high school kid. And so, but he's, it's so good. It, it would be a family thing too. 
I mean, that's, that's it's kind of a heard. family, and it's on Disney. And when you get under Disney Plus, you have like Pixar, all these choices. It's under Disney. When John was doing um, press like a couple weeks ago for mm-hmm. this, and, um, you know, he's such a long career in Hollywood. People kind of, you know, blacky on General yes. Hospital. He was so young. But he is an underrated, good actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he told, it might have been the Good Morning America people, that in a way he feels like this is the best role of all of his acting abilities coming together right now at this time and this point in his life. And he he's not bad to look at. Oh, he's beautiful. He, it really bad, is. Yeah. I really enjoyed guy. it. Good. I really enjoyed it. And it's got, is it like fish out of water kind kinda, of a situation? Yeah, but a and, good message and, and modern. Right. and um. Can you rally behind the team or is it more about him? No, him and no, the girls. No, it's everybody. The girls. It's everybody. And the cool. woman that's on it is the blonde that we hated from Nip, Nip Tuck. Oh. Um, we hated her. She, uh, her name is Jesselyn Giesling or something. Giesling Giesling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, she was in um, a lot of things. A lot of things. But you- she, we hated her on Friday Night Lights because she broke up the Nip Tuck guy. Um, God, what was his name, Laurie? The Prince. Oh come on! No, you're mixing shows. Friday Night Lights no, and Nip Tuck. She was on Friday Night Lights. She was on Nip Tuck. Yeah, way back with Christian. Yeah. What? remember dylan the other guy not dylan but she mm. was with the other one mm-hmm. and then broke up something you know and she julian john yes julian julian, julian, Mc- julian mcmahon. mcmahon there we go mm-hmm. and she kind of broke if you'd see her and i'm like how do i know her yeah and vividly as a villain yeah and he is says, she good in this she's his assistant coach it's good big right. shots i just hey, thought it's different shot. give it a shot nice all right, so um, and over be- on Bachelor in Paradise, it was just uh, basically psychologic, psychological torture, tears and tears. humidity, tears and humidity. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh jeez. All right, well let's. Say- We're having a double duty this week of the LoJ Book Club, brought to you by the Book Club Restaurant in South Minneapolis, where you can go and if you mention the LoJ Book Club or my talk. You will get a free appetizer or dessert with your meal. That's right. Okay. I'm so excited. Big time. Catherine Stedman is joining us. This is like, I think maybe her fourth book, The Family Game. Catherine, I feel like we became friends on Twitter when I reached out to you on Something in the Water and pestered you about being on our radio show a year, maybe two years ago now. It's been a while. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Um, I'm so glad we finally... um, yeah, made it happen. Oh, thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. And, you know, it's weird how you will remember where you were if you have the pleasure of reading a really good book in a cool place. And I was on the big island of Hawaii and I was like in a panic because I had read through all my books. And this lady next to me was like, I have 10 pages left of this book called something in the water and she worked at nike and pr in portland she said i promise you you won't be able to put this book down and Mm -hmm. i did i read it in a day and then i reached out to you on twitter and i mean and julia read we got so So because that book right there i i think that was your first book maybe not but that's how we fell in love with you was it it was oh my god that's such a great story of you you meeting that person and what a great recommendation i i I love that that's you know that people are finding out about 
my books through word of mouth. That's probably the best way that it really, anyone could hear about it. <laughs> it is. And then you were such a terrific storyteller. I mean, uh, you know, we both, Julia and I have read Mr. Nobody and the Disappearing Act. And we were really wanting to get you because I know the family game, just your book birthday was yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It came out yesterday uh, in America, which is very exciting. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, we didn't realize the difference, though, like, because we've tried, like, we've had TM Logan on. I always think you writers always know each other. But, yeah, I do, actually. Tim, yeah. Tim. yeah he's um, he's with my, my agent. I've, um, I think he's a Twitter friend, actually, as well. He is. He is. <laughs> and, but he explained to me the difference of a UK, like, if you're a public, if an author is based in the UK, it doesn't automatically come to the US right away. The book release. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was actually really lucky because I, I got my publishing deal in America before I got my one in the UK. Got it. Um, so I think that kind of was slightly different in that sense because I think, um, yeah, I, I, can't, I think it just sort of, um, I think it appealed uh, like instantly to um, my publisher at uh, Ballantyne, which is um, Penguin Random House, mm-hmm. had a fantastic editor and she just read it and um, and then called me like the day after to talk about it. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those relationships that's just meant to be, you know. And, it, it, uh, well, it is, and your book is so good. The book we're is. talking about today is The Family Game. And we're talking to the author, Catherine author and actress. And actress, Catherine yes. Catherine, are you actor, or author, or both? Are you the double A's? Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm predominantly author at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I just had my um, second baby uh, a couple of months ago. Congratulations. So awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and so I'm sort of concentrating mainly on that. I've got uh, some some book ideas bubbling away for the next one after this. Well, okay. Give everyone the setup. Okay, yeah. so we gouged over you because Lori's been super fanning you. You have no idea, Catherine. For years, and I well, like I, I, I would agree. find out something in the water is going to be a ten-part mini. You know, I was just like so happy cheering along the sidelines for you. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's um, it's great. Yeah, the family game is my fourth book now, so um, yeah, it's definitely not getting old. Um, yeah, the feeling of it coming out has been fantastic, and it's kind of like I think it's probably the closest in tone to something in the water it's got the same kind of quite high concept Mm -hmm. you know adventuring sort of spirit to it I mean they're they're all psychological thrillers that I write but I kind of like to make them you know real escapist kind of adventuring journeys for the reader like to get immersed in and I think we all need a bit of a escapism at the moment. Yeah, and, and so the premise, big, you yes. have this rich and eccentric family, and then, you know, really from the first page, you kind of are setting this psychological thriller. Like, is this woman fall in love with the greatest, richest guy in the world? Or is she, you know, is there red flags all about? I mean, just the fact, yeah. thinking about a really, truly wealthy family and how yeah, much I, um, money buys you I, I ex- eccentricities and secrets yes 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 i was i was really influenced by i watched a lot of documentaries about the vanderbilt family and the rockefellers oh, and yes a lot of your american sort of 
what what from someone from England would sort of deem as like an American aristocracy, mm-hmm. you know, the people who sort of built the foundations of your country. And um, it, I don't know how many people have seen The Crown, but there's um, there's this kind of test that the Windsors used to do if you wanted to join the family, the Balmoral yes. test. Yes. Um, and I want to see a kind of American version of that, this super rich, super powerful old bunny family um, and the kind of ritualistic test they would do to accept new family members. So um, the central character is uh, is about to marry uh, the uh, the sort of heir to the fortune, and um, it's kind of the psychological game playing that comes out of that. Um, kind of, it's kind of like got vibes of King Lear and Succession mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, that kind of like, uh, that kind of the, 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 the actual kind of everyday horror of meeting your in-laws for the first time. But imagine if they were, you know, from this, this kind of high-born, uh, family. So yeah, I was just sort of playing with those kind of ideas and it's set over Thanksgiving as well, um, up to Christmas. So there's that added sort of pressure of the holiday season, which, I think strikes fear into some people's hearts. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, it does in a lot of people's. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole <laughs> dilemma, and and really, you know, the very first thing that uh, after she when she meets Edward. her father-in-law, oh, yeah. yeah, and he basically looks like she can see what her husband to be will look like at sixty-five, but she's mm. attracted to him. I mean, you set in, you set in play all these. Really, you know, I don't know, delicious, I guess, uh, thought, um, you know, different ways that to think about which which mm. way is this story going? Very interesting. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And um, it's I, I, I kind of like I, I like to be influenced a lot by film as well. And, um, you know, the kind of genre of like knives out mm-hmm. and things like that. I want people to sort of be with every single character to 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 find a reason why they might be up to something and she really has to navigate her way through this incredibly complex family system yeah oh yeah she does and it did make me think of succession because that show is so horrifying in many ways and then also like when you brought up the crown we're huge crown watchers and that bell moral scene i think was it season four i mean it really gave you an inside look about how ingrained and entrenched the snobbery is. Wow. Yes, yeah. The, the yeah like if you Mary's, know, you know, yes. and if you don't know, God help you. <laughs> There's no getting around it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So, Catherine, who is, like, is Reese Witherspoon your Hollywood partner? I mean, who are you working with to get all your stuff um, to to series or or big or small screen. Oh well, um, Reese's Book Club. Obviously, they um, they chose uh, something the water um, a couple of years back now as mm-hmm. one of their um, book picks, which was absolutely amazing. And yeah, her, Reese's Book Club has been just so supportive the whole time. Okay, um, and uh, it's been brilliant. And uh, I, in terms of like things coming to screen, I do I have some good news happening hopefully everything crossed um later this year but i am okay. 
sworn to secrecy okay. I will track down and they will end my life yes I believe it <laughs> we believe it we we mm-hmm. wonder how that Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde nanny how much she got paid by the Daily Mail to spill all those secrets oh gosh Good yeah Lord. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, you so, wonder yeah. <laughs> how, how much money, but okay. So, um, Catherine, you're, we'll keep, we'll just keep, you know, an eye out on what's happening with either something in the water or the family game, but we're really recommending your book and any of your books. And it's just been wonderful to, uh, hear your voice and, you know, yeah. have you on our yeah, show. So, so, so thankful that you reached out and it's been great to speak to you. Thank you so much. All right, so we I know you just had a baby and oh, you have yeah. two girls and and you're writing books and you've got so much on your plate, but do you have a book that you've read that was a favorite of yours recently? Um yeah, I th- there are so many that I that I've read and enjoyed recently. I mean, um you can't go wrong with uh, the other recent book topics. I mean, Sarah uh, Pierce, uh, Santorium is brilliant. Um, and then you've got Lucy Foley, obviously. Yes. Um, as you were saying, TM Logan, brilliant. BA Paris. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, ha- t- take a look at Reese's uh, book club Instagram. You'll, you'll see yes. some really good stuff there, I'd say. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking down because I'm thinking Lucy Foley. I'm trying to think of the book that we just read of hers. She's a great... Oh, uh, was it uh, The Paris Apartment? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, she, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great book. That was a great book. Well, Catherine Seven, The Book is the Family Game. Hats off to you. Congratulations. Another wonderful thriller, Page Turner. Twisty, twisty. And, and just love your writing. You just... Oh, thanks It's great so much, escapism. Guys. Thank yeah. you for staying up for us, too. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. We've got two copies to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. And um, Catherine, thanks again. And we'll be right back. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, Grant, that was fun think, to talk to Catherine Stedman. You if you guys knew how many times I pestered her. And how many times we pestered everyone in the publishing world to yeah. get her. If we, I could get, ask one question. Yes. I want to get, I have Lori's number, or, or excuse me, Julie was our, one of our winners yeah. and we got disconnected. So if Julie, if you could give me a call back at oh, 651-641-1071, I would like to get your information. Rose was our other winner, both very excited, but yeah. Julie, give me a call back so I can get your information. Yeah. Two great books, Poster Girl yesterday mm-hmm. and then The Family Game today. These are two. Plus you should read something in the water, which is like oh. from 2017. I want to so say her twenty eighteen. Yeah, you. This woman wakes up in like the waters of All right, Rose, Tahiti. Well, Julie to go Grant, there. you're on the air. Yeah, wakes up or she comes to and like there's wreckage Julie? around her. Grant, you're Grant, on. Grant, we can hear right, you. Last name. We can hear you. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Um, but anyway, she wakes up in the wreckage with with the uh, like money. I we read you that. read yeah you read That's it such a good I, can't, I brought it back yes, from Hawaii. Did. I didn't leave it there. Oh my word! Which is but not s- to be confused on the trip I read Chanterum, which was just last September. And Catherine Stemmen, who we're just talking about, who we just talked to, yeah. was also on Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. You would recognize her. She's in a lot of other TV shows. Mm-hmm. She acted with Matt Smith on stage. In London, she was an actress first and then right. became a writer, which we didn't have enough time because we fangirled her so bad to ask how that transition was or what was the 
Yeah. You know, because she went to drama school. She, I'm determined. She went to Oxford School of Drama. Yeah, Julia, I'm determined to have, uh, you know. She was on the tutors. He with her, if nothing else, if I should ever find myself in London and she would have time. You could send her a gift for her new baby girl. Yeah, that's no. That's a little funny. my talk onesie. I don't know why we don't have those. I think they'd be so cute. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was fun. Totally yeah. fun. This book is fun. It, it, well, it really, because she's very good at painting a, a, just such as she's got such a vivid imagination. And if you really, really stop to think about what being in the top 1% of income of an old established family of means. Yeah, and the how power, the access. and the insulation from even yes. behaving like a dink, a real person. I right. was going to say doesn't even occur to you because of all the visible and invisible ways that the money and power is knocking down everything in front of you. So it's both. It's both. Um, you could see how fabulous it would be, but it would also be a, a, a terrible trap. Terrible trap. Uh, yes, nefarious trap because mm-hmm. it makes it's a spider web you can't see, which we see in succession. 100%. Look at how miserable all those people are. They're the most miserable people. And we that's know. why you know she said the King Lear thing yep. and stuff. And it it did make me think of um, you know the fall from grace that Bill Murray is taking right now, yes. and he's you know, but it it might. What is Bill Murray like? Seventy six. He's got to be. You know, yeah, I think so. Something like that, but um, late seventies. Yeah, there are things you know, like I, I know I have said to my dad, Dad, you can't wow. talk like that anymore. You can't say that anymore. You can't, you know, you that's not cool anymore. And so, you know, I thought one of the most. Um, and when Bill Murray, I mean, basically he got shut down Azia's Ansari's first movie because he would not. Stop um, touching, touching a younger set person, someone yep. below the line who just 21, 22, she's not putting up with it, went and complained and found out that they'd known about it for like a month and they shut down production and Bill Murray wrote a check for $100,000 and he's behaving though, he's been behaving this way for years and just allowed to do it where it's kind of like, well, you know, he's an older, you know, he's a, he's Bill Murray, whatever the excuses are. So Gina Davis was on, um, on with Extra, and I just thought the way she explained it, and she's promoting her book, Dying of Politeness, her memoir of being in Hollywood, and just how for for many women, you know, we will, we do things out of politeness, we feel obliged to be happy, pretty, smile, get along, to go along. So she's an interesting woman in Hollywood because she started that media research about women, women, women in and, media, and media and how we're portrayed. So this is just a little from her extra talking about her experience working on Bill Murray. And this is after she's been, she's is a movie star. Yeah. After, you know, by the time she meets up with Bill Murray for this crime the, comedy, I don't even remember. The change up. Quick change. Quick change, excuse Quick change. me. Yeah, it'll come up right here. They'll so say that. So this is extras. Jen Larmers spoke with Gina about her experience with Bill Murray. Which includes a bombshell claim about an inappropriate encounter with Bill Murray when they co-starred in their 1990 crime comedy, Quick Change. Will you rob a bank with me? I will, Grim. 
I went to the meeting for the role in a, in a hotel suite. There was two other men there. And Bill Murray said, um, hey, have you ever heard of the thumper? Which turned out to be this giant massage device. I said, no, no. And he said, well, just lay down on this bed here and let me try it on because you love it. It's incredible. And I was like, no, 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 no. And uh, trying to laugh it off. And, and I finally realized he was never going to relent. He would not give it up. And I didn't walk out. I wasn't the kind of person at that point who could walk out, nor was I the kind of person who could say, stop asking me, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So I found myself full of shame and perching on the edge of the bed so he could put it on my back. Did he ever apologize to you for that? I don't, I, I would imagine that he didn't think anything, there was anything wrong with it. I never talked to him since. So, and I mean, that is, that is it. You know, she, he, she was like, I imagine he never th thought anything wrong. But of course, imagine, you know, laying down and one of those thumpers, the kids got Casey, one of those, your whole body jiggled yeah, yeah. all over the place. So it was a way for him to look at her jiggling or moving or how her, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So gross. Well, here's, and I do think she was right. Like, I don't think he thought anything wrong with it. He just thought he was being funny, but people are coming out of the woodwork other people who've had to work with him and just say, oh, yeah, the, we've known that Bill Murray has been uh, a problem behind the scenes for a long time. I know. Yeah. So, but I just like how she, uh, you know, it wasn't like it was like like extra and some bombshell claim. No, I mean, it, it was just part of a story. And she also talked about how she was just flat out told, 40, you're done in this town. Right. Your career is over. Unless you start producing, which a lot of women have done. Reese Witherspoon has done. She wasn't Nicole. even told that. She was yeah. just told, you're done. Yeah. You're just done, which, um, you know, which is, again, why everyone at, tells everyone to chop off their age. I yeah, As much as I give you Catherine Zeta-Jones, mm -hmm. 10 years, she was able to uh, lop off her age. Yeah. You, you know, know I, how old do you think <laughs> Gina Davis is? I think Gina Davis is like 66. Okay, because she's got teenagers. Yeah. And she talked about in yeah. this. She it, had kids older yeah, with, with she, the plastic surgeon yes. that she's no longer married to. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and she's really grateful because, you know, there's it goes both ways. Sometimes when you're young and, you know, we always used to say young and dumb and you yeah. don't know any better and have babies early your body rebounds right away. By 40, you're done, you yeah. know, and you have this whole yeah. other life. And then there's the other thing. You wait, and then your baby's later if you can. And she just said for her, it was just, you. your just maturity level is so different, and what yeah. you can handle is so right. different. And she's just so grateful. I'm, I'm interested in reading her book I, now. I, listening to her voice again reminds me of how lovely she is. Yes, lovely. And she is a lovely woman. Yes, yes. Yeah. She did that good Madam President thing. Yes, she she was great the, on the that. The biggest soul-crushing thing of her career when that guy... For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.